Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Message Recap Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Justin. Why'd you say weekly? Though? Is weekly supposed to be in Weekly's there? not even in it. It's not? <laughs> I was very confident this time. <laughs> welcome to the uh, Message Recap Podcast. But we uh, do it weekly. Yeah, so. Ish. Yeah, well, <laughs> theoretically. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Oswald. We've been pretty consistent. With the other host, Brad Livingston. I'm here. We're back. Lead back pastor. Again. And, Today uh, with us is uh, Ricardo. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ricardo Rodriguez. <laughs> and then behind the camera, seen, not heard. The nope, nope, nope. Heard, not seen. Heard, not seen. John Sapp, the lovely third host. So, uh, yeah. Don, we can see your ankles. Do you like it? The ankles are out. Well, you know, that's very ungodly in some Pentecostal circles. Is Absolutely. it really? I think it's for women. Is it men, too? Well, so do you what, identify? It men or women? Uh, I know it's women. Women, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. women. Well, that's so, close enough. Yeah, Whew. but it's like you need to. That's that. That's new. That's new for me. I never. I mean, I grew up in that what, environment. Ankle? I grew up in the no makeup, hair bun, Pentecostal Ooh, really? environment. Yeah. yeah. Now that wasn't that wasn't the churches my dad pastored. Right. But he was an associate pastor at a church. So we were in Kentucky for those first six years. He was a social pastor at a church, and they were like strict holiness church. Oh, okay. So it was a no makeup, hair bun. My mom was always like the defiant one, though, because she's Baptist. She's like, I ain't, I ain't down with all this <laughs> nonsense y'all are getting into. So she was always like pushing the limits. But um, what's, yeah. the, what's the scripture they base that belief on? I don't know, because it's ludicrous to me. I've never, never, even when I was single, even when my hormones were going crazy, I've never been like, man, look at them ankles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Them ankles are hot. There's never been a temptation like, girl, you I got just, some ankles. I mean, surely they have a, a scripture to back up like why no makeup or, or the the dresses. I want to say it's a scripture where it says that a woman should be covered. Something like Probably that. Something. I can't remember it, which one exactly, but so they never, but they are covered. They're not naked. All of it. I, I, well, I mean, I mean, even if they were exposed ankles, I don't. I just don't think. Yeah, I'm just curious about that. It seems like one of those things that seems like more just tradition over. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Well, that's which, like, you know, those guys, which if you've never been on, uh, on TikTok, those, uh, the IFB, um, clips, the independent fundamental. Baptist, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> please hold. I forgot about, I have this little cough. So if I push the mic away, I'm trying not to <clears throat> cough in them. I'll pick up from where you were talking. Uh, anytime. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, Maybe you can mute me every time. That'd be a lot of work. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'll just talk over That's you. a lot of work. Yeah. So uh, anyways, you know, those guys, those old school guys give clips uh, of them preaching. You know, there's, not, there's no scripture to some of it. It's just, you know, wear a tie. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I remember. So I was reading. So I've, I had kind of, I've had two different things happen to me over the years that was like, oh, that's very interesting. So the first one was, um, and, and for the record, I'm not advocating for any of these things. I'm just talking about the way in which tradition shapes your belief system and you don't think to challenge it until you get in different environments. And I remember one time I was sitting around uh, with a bunch of pastors and it was, they were all from different countries all around the world. And <clears throat> so it was like pastors from Ireland Sorry. and Scotland, Kenya, um, Australia, Brazil, just like all over. And I was one of a few pastors that were from the United States. And so we're all ordering our, we're, we're ordering drinks before we order food and we're ordering drinks. And these are all pastors. And it was like, literally it was like, I, they ordered, ordered, alcohol. I ordered sweet tea. One of the other guys ordered uh, Coke uh, and it was literally like wine, 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 beer, wine, beer, beer. And I was like, 
I was taken back because again, in the States, particularly in the South, in the States, that was a very like, what is going on here? And the guy sitting next to me was from Germany. Oh, they drink. And he, yeah, I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. he had, he ordered a, like a lager or a beer, something, something, a beer of some sort. And I was just kind of like, oh man, that's so interesting. Like, and so I asked him, I said, man, I said, do you guys drink? Like, you like, I didn't realize that was a thing. Like in America, that's not a thing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like pa- Christians, period, let alone pastors, you know? And, uh, he said, he said, it's only a problem in America because America has a problem with moderation. Hmm. <laughs> and he was like, he said, he said the issue with Americans drinking is an Americans drinking. The issue with Americans is indulgence. And if it's in drinking, then it's a problem. But if it's also, and then he kind of just like food and he talked about, you know, he's like <clears throat> in Germany, he said, we have a McDonald's in Germany. He's like, we don't have a supersized option. But he was like kind of moving wow. through like, so, yeah, yeah, our small is their large. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So he was like talking about some of those things and he was t- essentially saying like the problem isn't the substance. The problem is the heart. And we were right. kind of having that whole conversation. And like I said, I was very young, um, at that moment. And so that was a moment. And then, uh, I was, I, I really got deep into the life of Charles Spurgeon. Um, and gang just, you know, Spurgeon is the pastor of pastors, you know, and, uh, he's a, he was a huge cigar smoker. Again, I'm not saying people need to smoke cigars. I'm just saying he was a huge cigar smoker. And, um, I mean, this is the pastor that American pastors quote in their sermons, <laughs> And, and so anyways, this was right at the beginning of the holiness movement that was coming out of America, right? So um, this Pentecostal holiness movement's happening in America. So Spurgeon has one of these guys come from America to preach in his pulpit. And the guy that preached in his pulpit said, he, he, he made a statement. He said, I fell so in love with God that I had to repent of all the things that were not godly and stop smoking cigars so that I could pursue holiness. <laughs> and it was known all throughout the land that Spurgeon was like his, his common phrase was like, let me smoke a cigar so I can go to bed type. Like, you know, like that was, he did it every day. Like you wouldn't see him without a cigar. And, uh, so anyways, he was talking about it and he said, uh, you know, so the guy got him preaching and Charles Spurgeon got up the pulpit and he was like, well, looks like we got a difference of opinion, (laughs) (laughs) you know, cause the guy essentially was like, you can't do these things and be holy. And Spurgeon was like, Oh no! Are you gonna have to? You're gonna have to take me there in the Bible, my friend. So, um, I just thought it was interesting that, from his perspective, like he was like, "This new, you're like, you're bringing some tradition into our world that doesn't exist to you." The same way with the German pastor was like, "Right, that's not that's not a struggle for us." So it's not sin for us. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, we, none of us it's, get drunk. It's like so a different world. I mean, uh, it's Germans, completely different. And, and like my grandmother, you know, being from Germany, but like. A lot of even kids, even before the legal 11, age, in, in the home old. with the parents, absolutely, they'll drink beer. You know, like meal time. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy not. to think about. And again, for the record, we're not advocating. We're not not saying these things are right or any of that stuff. Or, we're also you know. not implying that just because we think in our culture that we've always said they're wrong that they're wrong either. Right, like, absolutely I, not. I don't yeah. Know what you saying? Yeah, I, yeah, you know, that's what I say. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything other than telling stories of things yeah. that I've noticed. This right. is just strictly observations yeah. um, that I thought was just very. You're very like Jerry Seinfeld right now. Right. Observational. <laughs> these are this is very. These are just What's observations. What's the deal of, with 
lampshades. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so all that to say is, I don't know why women need to cover their ankles. Uh, that's uh, This all started because we saw John's ankle. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Listen, that's how these conversations. What we learned last week after that podcast. Away. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk to our audience for a minute. <laughs> what we learned about, apparently, listen, we were delirious last week. I was sure <laughs> that that was the dumbest podcast we've ever done ever done ever done i was but i had more people <laughs> yesterday in church compliment oh, and talk about the, the podcast amazing podcast and how they were like had it on and were laughing and it got them through the day and all this stuff seriously yeah. i was like I, <clears throat> i'm s- flabbergasted <laughs> You need more stuff in your life. <laughs> no, but I, I was just sure it was so dumb. I mean, at one point we were 40 minutes in and we were like, did we even mention the sermon? We haven't like, talked what we, about it. What are we even talking about? Um, and and uh, last week, maybe it made it obvious. We don't come in here with a plan. We don't have like this whole alcohol talk. Yeah, we I literally we, looked down and saw John's ankles, that, and we, we ended up on that. That was Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's no there's no plan here. Yeah, um, you would think. As much as we plan other things, we would plan this a little better, but we don't. We don't. Not at all. Well, you know, because we're supposed to get to the message, which we sure. will. Uh, sure. Eventually. Some, yeah, we'll, we'll, we will. And that, that that's the, the point. The other stuff is like, you know, I guess what what we're learning is people feel like they they get to know us outside of the, what they normally see. Yeah. It's true. You know? It's true. <clears throat> which, hey, we're glad you're here. I mean, we're, we're thankful that you listen and watch, so... Um, hey, no, absolutely. Hey. People know you love dry cereal, right? I, I did mean, you, hey, did you switch Fruit it up this week? Did you switch it up this week? Or no, you no, still, no. Fruit Loops is still it. There are boxes on the couch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I left it on the couch, so I don't have to go get out of the couch next time. So I got a question. I got a question. Coming off the cereal, cereal talk. Okay, what 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 is the chip game looking like right now? Like, what is? <clears throat> Here's my theory on chips. All right. Uh, they gotten weaker. I'm a okay. I, I'm okay. a big fan of salt and vinegar chips. Okay. And when I bite that son of a gun, I want to taste it. Yeah. And I feel like they've gotten weak on yeah. the flavor. That yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? That's how, that's what I think. So that was why. I, okay, I have a reason why I asked. All right, that's good input. That's good input. I agree with you because my chips growing up. Was the Golden Flake Sweet Heats? Wow, okay, okay. those yeah. were my jam. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Golden Flake kind of a Bobo brand too? Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Them yeah. Sweet Heats, boy, they were just—I mean, mm. they, were, they had sweet and heat, and I—you know—they were appropriately named. And I—we—we we ate a lot of Doritos in our house. I'm, oh yeah, Doritos. nacho cheese Doritos, and then yeah. they came out with the Cool Ranch. The Cool yeah. Ranch was the game. They were the game changer. They yeah, were very, very good. That's yeah. a good Beats chip. That okay, cool, yeah, yeah, that yeah, cool yeah, ranch. Cool, yeah. You know, you're out there swimming. Maybe get a couple mouthfuls <laughs> of salt water out there playing. You, you, some, come you up, need some cool ranch. You get a yeah. little drink of water or a Coke, you know, and, oh, then, Coke. And, Coke. and then get out the cool ranch. That's a good beach chip. That is a good beach chip. Yeah, we used to do a lot of the beach when I was a kid. So did you, were y'all ever like chips on the sandwich, people? Yep. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. And so. I, I, I would want nacho cheese. So, and I would want Doritos in my sandwich. That's right. That's right. That's, yeah. a, that's a good sandwich yeah. chip. That's a good that's sandwich. A good sandwich. 
Pinot stuff. chip. And for me, it was always a good dipping chip. Like when it comes to pinto beans oh, and things I, like that, I, I would always yeah, I would, yeah, what I, in the Mexican what, is going on here? <laughs> that's just how it was. Like, so Mexicans, chips and salsa, and yeah. so for me, it's like nacho cheese Doritos and pinto beans. Listen, bro, it's, you just <laughs> described a Taco Bell experience right there. That's what you just did. That's like how American can we make this Mexican? Right Listen, now? my yeah. sister in law, they do like a Dorito casserole, and to oh, where yeah, they no. do like. Pinto beans, meat, oh, Doritos, and they just layer that mug, no, and it is I, so I knew good. someone made a, a a whole chicken dish with Doritos, nacho cheese Doritos in it, like cheesy. It was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I I don't. I, yeah, no. I'm I'm a ch- I was a chips on a sandwich cat. Uh, it, it's hard to beat. Ch- I mean, I like. I don't know a chip I don't like. You that's know? fair. I, I'm like, not a huge salt and vinegar fan. <laughs> me either. I that's hate that's it. kind of my. Oh that's, wow. That's not, I don't. I'm not. I don't hate it. And then they started getting this dill pickle thing, and I don't. That's not. I like dill pickle, but I don't want a dill pickle chip. That's what I say. I, See, I love dill pickles, as you guys know. You and and so, sure but do. I don't God like in heaven, you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to like to go to the Tom Thumb and get in the morning too a bag of salt and vinegar chips, and then the uh, a Coke at the fountain where you could put your own cherry in it. Because yeah. fountain, fountain, fountain over bottle all day. That cherry, yeah, absolutely. I make my own cherry Coke and then have that with salt and vinegar chips. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my man. My wife, she's a bottle over fountain person. She's wrong. And that's she's what I said. I'm like, you're right. Uh, fountain over bottle. She's like, yeah, but I can keep it carbonated all day. I, said, I don't need it all day. I need it for like 20 minutes. I'm yeah. not I'm all sipping day. on it. Bro, she'll, <laughs> sh- she'll buy a drink in the morning and it'll still be. You saw we got iced coffee. We got we drove from Prattville, Alabama <laughs> to Pensacola, Florida. And she had only drank. If I have a drink 20%. next to me, I'm drinking. I'm it. drinking yeah. it. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be gone. Yeah. So, so, so she so yeah, she she's a but I'm a I'm a fountain over bottle but, person. But, but you know, lays, even like the wavy lays, I don't buy those. Ooh, sour cream and cheddar. But they're good. Sour See, I, I'm a big kettle chip fan. Like I love the kettle like chips. The kettle it's chip. like a salt and pepper. Like I, like the, I the super crispy. Like yeah, the super thick. crispy okay. kind. Okay. And I'm a big fan of salt and pepper kettle chips. What so. about Pringles? Oh, listen, don't get me started. I I love Pringles. I love Pringles. Pringles I still feel I something about a Pringle makes me feel like it's not a real chip though. It's the it's the can. It's the can. It's stupid. I feel like Pringles are to chips what instant mashed potatoes are to mashed potatoes. No, that's not. It's not like once you like once you get it all done, it's like, okay, this is mashed potato-y, but it's not real like mashed potatoes. No, I feel, like, no, that's, no, I feel no. like that way with Pringles about chips. Like, But see, I like Pringles. The, the reason I do like the kind of, to me, it feels like the Pringles people used, the factory was next door to like, a tennis ball company that went out of business <laughs> and they just merged. <laughs> you know, the tennis ball with the three yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I do appreciate that. Like when we went tubing last summer, yeah. I brought a, a thing of Pringles cause you can just kind of throw them in your, in the bag and you don't have to worry about being super careful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not getting know. crushed. Yeah. Not getting crushed. So yeah, I do. like, And that's I like good. the taste of them. They have a, a the unique, you know, yeah. Um, well, that's what the taste—the taste texture thing—is what makes me feel like the instant potato version of because they're thin. Because they're, they're real thin. thin. They, they are like, thin. Yeah, it's, it's so it's just different. Um, yeah, you know, so. and and I don't like, and I know people say, well, half the bag is air, and I know it's not just air; it's a gas in there keeps the chips fresh. But let's be real. Yeah, there was a it's lot pretty, less gas back in the it's day. It's pretty though. empty in them some of them bags, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I, now here's what my stepdad does. Ooh, Listen to this. Tell me more. He likes, uh, so are y'all Frito fans, like chili cheese Fritos? Absolutely. 
I like those, right? Uh, I like the, uh, what's the twist? What's the, uh, yeah, like the flavor twist, the honey barbecue or something. Barbecue yeah, twist. Those yeah. are pretty good. Yeah. Son. My yep. stepdad likes to take in a big Tupperware and he'll do like a bag of salt and vinegar okay. or a pot- more, a potato type chip. Okay. Maybe a Lay's, maybe a sour cream and onion Lay's. Ooh, okay. Then, and then a bag of Fritos, chili cheese Fritos and kind of mix them. And he just eats them like that, so you kind of get oh. both. It's pretty good. I need to. I'm gonna have to try that. That's pretty good. good. Yeah. No, the reason I ask, uh, first of all, I'm a sweet heat fan, but I feel like they've been slipping on how much sweet and heat they put in. It. It's, it's weaker. It's a lot. Just just potato. Yeah. It's not as like you know. Back in the day, I remember sweating eating those chips because it was like they were, anyway, like hot chips. Yeah. It's like sweet heat, so it's sweet bar. It's almost like a sweet barbecue, but it has some heat. But in hot yeah. chips, a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah hot yeah. chips are yeah. our brand or flavor or something. Right? That's pretty hood, man. That's that's, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. We were hot talking chips in a forty. Like I remember hearing <laughs> there's a song about that. Like, we were talking the other day. Um, something came up. What was it, John? Uh, Nate said he bought spam or something. I was like, I'm not eating spam. I like bologna, but I'm not going to eat spam. I'm not doing either one. God's God's been too good to me. I'm not eating either one of those. (laughs) And then, 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 so then we talked about like, uh, I'm not doing that. What are the the things called? Vienna sausage. No. I don't like those. Absolutely. I came in the other day. Justin had cracked into a can of them. Not Justin, you. Justin Harrison Harrison had cracked into a can of Vienna sausages. No, no, no. He was eating it. I said, what are you you doing? I know how much you make. You shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) Well, I. I would eat. So then we got on sardines. I'll eat sardines. The sardines in the hot Louisiana hot sauce on a cracker. That's pretty good. What? Yes, sir. The only time I ever bought sardines was to play pranks on people. I would take sardines, put it in people's hubcaps, and then and then let it get kind of stinky and stuff. And then that's kind of how it would just be really just like, and especially the Texas heat, <laughs> they wouldn't know what that smell was like. And so it was terrible. So no, I eat I eat a little sardines. I ain't gonna lie, that's nasty. Oh, and I didn't even eat a little potted meat. You eat oysters. Potted meat. Uh huh. You eat oysters? Yeah. That's fine. That Raw. Sense. That makes sense. Or I, yeah, I, yeah. I eat them all the way, always. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's like a booger sliding down your throat. My thing with oysters is like raw oysters is I do, I will eat them and I like them, but I only want to eat a couple, like two or three tops, maybe four. Going in on three dozen ain't your thing. Yeah. No, sir. <laughs> no. Or even a whole dozen. Like I want someone to order a dozen, like I'll eat three if you eat. Uh, yeah, yeah. The dozen know, appetizer so, situation. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But, and, and I get my taste of it and I'm good, but yeah. I do like one, two or three, you know, I like to kind of make a sauce with the yeah. little cocktail you know, horseradish. Yeah. Worcestershire, you know. I mean, some oyster Rockefeller. I don't love the spinach on it. Uh, you, ever, you like cooked oysters at all? Or you no, don't like oysters I'm not at all? I'm an oyster person at all. You ever have char grilled oysters though? Never. Char-grilled. Never. I tried. Yo. I tried a raw oyster with Pastor, with Pastor Mike McRae. And he's like, you know, the whole knock it, the don't, don't knock, knock it till you, till you try, try it. it. That's it. And so, and I tried it and I almost threw up. Yeah, it so was just the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah I'm knocking Did it you have it on a so. cracker? On a cracker sauce? with all the sauce, okay. I just okay. Maybe it was a texture thing. Yeah, I don't know. You. It's just not me. And so right. we don't we don't have oysters in Mexico. Yeah, you going right? back so, to pinto um, beans and Doritos? Well, yeah. <laughs> Y'all got a lot so, of uh, coastline in Mexico. Yeah. Surely there's oysters somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of it. Yeah, so. not in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> right. Dallas ain't. Yeah. Uh, no. The um, so uh, what's dear God? Uh, Kevin at the church. He works at Felix's on the beach now. Kevin, 
Robbins. Yeah, Robbins. He oh, works Kevin at, Robbins. Kevin Robbins yeah. works at Felix on the Beach. So my sister Natalie works there too now uh, on certain days. Oh. And they do like half off oysters before six or something. So, uh, but they do like Rockefeller, Char Grill, like they, you know, they cover the whole thing. So I thought about rolling out there. And it's been a while since I've had good oysters. Char grilled oysters are pretty good. Yeah. I like fried oysters. Yeah. Yeah. So. Never had it. Yeah. So. I mean, I may try, I have to try a fried oyster. I mean, I never ate sushi till I moved to Pensacola. Really? Dang, yeah, dang, never. Dang. And so uh, like do. we were in Prabble. We and do. Well, hold on. Let me clarify. In Prabble, we always got a fried, our sushi fried on the outside. Okay. Right. And so then I never had raw sushi or anything like that without it being fried until I moved here. And then, and now I won't even eat anything else fried. See any type of fried sushi ever again. As yeah, far but, as like fried to be outside. fair though, have you ever had sushi with actual raw fish on it? No. I no, mean, because those rolls that, that we got at, like, where we go to Waco or whatever, you ain't got nothing wrong on those rolls. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. I got some. I mean, you have some. We, y'all haven't ordered any. I do. Yeah, they got some. No, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. You need to so. try. There's, there, you, I could hook you up with the right rolls that wouldn't freak you out. You okay. would be, you would be like, the thing about raw fish is the texture for most people. It's not the taste. It's yeah. like that borderline oyster type of you know which is usually not good fish but right. next time i'm there well i got you. i'll try I'll take care it, of so. you. yeah no uh, oysters week. are natural aphrodisiacs <laughs> that's my joke i tell people i said i'm single i don't need that kind of pressure <laughs> <laughs> but they are i think aren't they? Can you look that up, John? No, I don't need to. They are. They are. Oh, no, I've heard are. that. I've yeah. heard that. How do you know? But so is yeah. chocolate, and I feel like that's way easier to deal with. Chocolate yeah. is an aphrodisiac. That's what I heard. That's what I heard too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. Really? Yeah. So interesting. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. The whole reason I brought up that conversation about chips. So I'm a big fan of the voodoo. Voodoo barbecue. Voodoo yeah. barbecue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, is it Zaps? I Zaps. think it's Zaps. And the voodoo flavor. The voodoo, oh, I said voodoo barbecue. That's a restaurant. The voodoo, voodoo flavor. Voodoo flavor okay. chips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is essentially just barbecue and salt and vinegar. Oh, I didn't together. know that. Um, but, man, I, I noticed I was eating some. I was eating some on the way back from Birmingham. Yeah, you bought them in the store. And I was like, man, I, I got like halfway through the bag. And I felt like my mouth was getting tore up with that salt and vinegar. You know how, like, sometimes you get to a point you're like, like, anyways. So... I think a lot of chips are losing flavor, but zaps don't seem to be one of them. We ought to that research this. We could research this. We ought to research this and like maybe have some kind of a, you know, at least write some letters or something to somebody. Send them something. an email. <laughs> be like, hey, y'all need to step up again. Ne next week, should well, we just bring in a bunch of chip bags and just well, like Well, imagine see what if happened? you ran a chip factory. <clears throat> Ooh. And you, you know, for every every time a bag come Hold up on. under I'm, the. I'm, I'm picturing this. Every time the bag come under the machine, mm -hmm. you got hit with, you know, uh, a half second click of the seasoning. Well, what if you change the settings where they even got a quarter click of the seasoning on every mm, bag? Not enough. Over time, how yep. much money are you saving? Ooh. And they think we ain't going to notice, but I'm on to them. I'm yeah. on to them. That's right. Because <laughs> I was picturing it half click. second, but then a quarter second. Yeah. Wow. See, I'm on to them. Mm -hmm. Here's some rocket scientists I, over I there. Bought, yeah. Listen to this. I bought a... Uh, cherry dr pepper from the store the other day okay and you zero know, or regular regular okay you know the cap i felt like you judged me when you when you, when you, <laughs> when you tear the cap off a like a it's got the little plastic yeah thing that it disconnects from the and then the yeah yeah well i didn't notice it that the little ring thing that the cap is attached to is part of it was jammed up under the cap so when i opened it there was no 
and the whole thing was flat. Like Ooh. it had been, it was bad. So I was wondering, is this going to make me sick or something? Because who knows when that was bottled get in there. You know, or who, oh, when that yeah. was bottled or what? I don't know. It's like the flattest thing ever. Mm. And I was already down the road. I didn't go That's back. That's rough. You don't want to. It do ruined that. my day. I would just stop at a random store. Like, hey, I got this. Well, I bought it from the the little the the guy. They're not like a, it's the one right there. The scenic ninety magic. The, the, the little guys own it. It ain't part of a franchise or nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, independent. You know? Yeah, I'm a I N D E. Yeah, yeah, one of those. So I just said it is what it is. The Lord didn't want me to have. The carbonation today, so hmm. in his sovereignty, <laughs> you providentially flattened your cherry. He was trying to teach me a lesson. If you'd got the zero, he'd have let it fly. Probably. I mean, yeah, but then he's gonna want me. You know, he'd be having artificial. I'm gonna have you sweeteners. know. I'm gonna have a uh, Alzheimer's one day or something. All the timers. All timers. You know how people say it differently. You hear that? Yeah, my family used to call it old timers. Old timers. Yeah, old timers. Yeah, instead, instead of, of Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Yeah. Then people call it like all timers. All timers. Yeah. All the timers. Yeah. I don't know, man. We got. I think next next week we need to bring in some chips. And figure it out. We'll Maybe bring, we'll set up somewhere. Else, set up in the lobby and just break some chips out, John. <laughs> that would be quite the undertaking, I think. It'd be, It'd be a lot, it, though. It'd be worth it. <laughs> You think we could get the them to just admit it? No, no, that's not going to happen. So, I'm, well, I mean, if they didn't admit the, <clears throat> you know, they put more gas in these bags <laughs> and less chips. I don't think. Yeah, but gonna. you think about. I mean, I heard back in the day, one of those airlines, you know, they used to give dinner, you know, on the airline mm-hmm. uh, on the flights, and this one airline went from putting like two slices of cucumber per salad to one. And it saved them like millions of dollars over a span of time, you know. So when they start these companies, you look for little areas to cut corners. Yep. You know. Yep. A little less salt, a little less vinegar. You know. Mm-hmm. They think we ain't gonna notice. That's like that's like at the McDonald's on the way up to Birmingham with those fries. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. That was pretty funny. So I don't remember what. What? How it started? I, well, it started. I, so it was me. So, so yeah. we, we stopped at a McDonald's on the way to Birmingham Friday. The one in Flomington. <clears throat> okay. Flomington. If you don't know, there's only two things to eat at in Flomington. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we stopped at the McDonald's and we go in there. We order our food. We're taking it to go. So we we go inside to order, but we're we're taking it. So uh, they call our names. Justin's got his food already. Waiting. Me and Ashley waiting on ours. We get the bag. <clears throat> And we had just had, me and Ashley had just had a big conversation about this. The last time we had McDonald's at our house, because they don't put enough fries in the container. Yeah. I order a large fry, but you put a medium's worth in the container. Right. Why did I order the large, right? Yeah. So uh, they used to overflow. Like, they used to, yeah, used to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, um, so she handed me the, so I grabbed the bag. I looked down in there and I see. And I'm already in the car. He's so is Ashley. Yeah. So I'm already, I, I see. And so I, t- I tell the girl, she comes back. I said, hey, listen. I said, I don't want to be that guy. But these fry containers aren't even half full. And you don't want my wife coming in here after me. <laughs> I said, so I'm not upset. But you and I both don't want the dragon showing up. So I, w- you don't want if, that smoke. You don't want right. If she comes in, it's bad for both of us. Yeah. 
so and my wife knows none of this i haven't <laughs> so she like and so <laughs> the she girl she now. said yeah she well no i told her she, oh. she cares back and uh she said i got you hold on so she went back and filled them all the way up they're overflowing with fries at this point puts in the bag i come i'm getting in the car and i said ash i just gotta i gotta tell you <laughs> i said i just made you out to sound like a complete villain in there she said what happened i said they they didn't fill the fry containers all the way up so i told her i said you don't want the dragon coming in here who was my wife because if she comes in here it's gonna be bad for both of us and my wife actually said i can't believe you did that like you made me just sound like a terrible person like i'm gonna walk in there and just say something and uh, about that time justin said they sure did <laughs> so he's telling i'm looking in my bag and my, my, they're only three quarter full. It's only three quarter full. And Ashley said, You need to go in there and say something. <laughs> and Justin said, I'm not going to do that. She said, I will. And so I was like, See? Yeah, right? <laughs> I said, So I wasn't completely wrong. Justin said, Case, case proven or something like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, what did I say? The defense rests. Or <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So, I, did, she, did she go back in for you? Nah, no, so no, let's no, just go. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, no, he yeah, said, But that right. is true. They didn't know. Uh, they used to. You know, it happened it, last night when. Uh, for McDonald's for for Will and them like yeah, we ordered that. a large yeah. and by the time we got home it was only half full yeah. and I'm see, like you've got to be kidding me uh, they, they, they must be like a oh yeah french fry strike so you ever <laughs> seen them videos where they take Starbucks and they order the thing yeah. and then yeah. they pour it in a big yeah. one and all the cups are the same size really inside yeah. well I know the the little uh, the fry thing you scoop yep and you shovel you know I don't think they've redesigned those in the last 50 years. So the old large containers were only this big, but the new large containers are this big going back to the German guy, what he said at the yeah. pastor's thing. <laughs> so these new larger containers, but they never built new. So don't fit all the way. Right. So they don't do two scoops. They do the same size scoop. It's just a bigger container. Well, that's so like what it, we should do is next time, take a keep a medium, type holder in our car and then when we go to the drive-thru we open the bag and if it's a large container then we just dump it in front of their faces hey yeah, and be like see this, this is what we got need yeah yeah so Change fill this, this all the way that's up. right you ever yeah. seen on a on a cup the the ice line yeah sometimes i order no ice yeah because listen i think we got a conspiracy going on right now fellas yeah. there's a whole you put you take a large cup and you fill it three quarters full of ice well they ain't you know, a, a large at McDonald's supposed to be like a 32 ounce. Yeah. Listen, you got I got home. This is how I know. I got to the house one day, did to go, 32 ounce large Coke. I emptied it. I drank it all. Well, I needed a little more. Cracked open a 12 ounce can to pour in to on top of the empty cup. Fit. Just icing it. Probably three quarters of the way full. <clears throat> now, I ain't no scientist. That's right. But... How does a 12 ounce right. can of Coke go to three quarters I'm on a 32, 32 ounce, ounce. I'm cup? No, I'm no drinkologist. It don't. It's Something ain't mathing. Yeah, the mathing ain't mathing. Math ain't mathing. Yeah. So all I, I know we, is we're on to something. Think they're fellas. getting us. So moral of the story is instead of ordering large drinks, you make it get a small or regular or whatever. No ice. No ice. No ice. Because it's pretty cold. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's yeah. pretty cold. Or light ice. I think you can. Or light yeah. ice. Yeah. And with the fried thing, I think you got to, if you order the large, you got to make sure they hit a second scoop. Yeah. If they only get the Fill first scoop, they're only getting a medium. You got to get the second. So if you're watching them, they only do a single scoop and they throw it in the bag. Have a good day. No, sir. Well, have y'all ever yeah. thought about how they or layer? Give me a discount if you're only going to give me 
you know. Yeah. You ever thought about how they layer? I've never appreciated how they put the stuff in the bag. Yeah, they, there used to be a science that I remember you used to be able to see it and it would be like burgers are stacked and the things in front like they well, used to they used to be so, so here's my little hack at McDonald's okay I like to order they got these new bundle meals that are three dollars yep know those three it's like du- du- double cheeseburger is one so you get double cheeseburger and a small fry yep so I get the double cheeseburger bundle and the spicy McChicken bundle so you get a little, it's a little chicken sandwich and a little cheese, a double cheeseburger. Yeah, two sandwiches. And, 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 and two small fries yep. in my head probably makes about a large a fry. A real fry. Yeah. 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 Then I order a large drink because it's only a dollar. That's my little thing. But what they do is in the bag, they put the sandwiches on the bottom yep. and then the fries on top. Yep. Well, the fr- small fries are in that little paper, paper bag. bag. So by the time I'm in the car, so you're in the car like this, so it's in your passenger seat. By the time you dig it around and pull out that sandwich, that paper bag done flipped Flip over. All the fries in the bottom. And it just don't make sense. It, it seems to me they ought to do something different. Can I tell you this? You, <laughs> so you talk about, you, the key word was hack, right? You, <clears throat> when I first started working here, you gave me a hack and I don't think you even realize it when it comes to Chipotle. What's that? So Chipotle, anytime I would ever order Chipotle, oh. I would just go in oh, I and I would just order double, double meat. Yeah, automatically. Nope. And so then Pastor Justin was like, <laughs> no, here's what I do. Yep. Hey, I just say, hey, go ahead and just give me one. And then after they throw that one on, then you, tell then you say, you know what? I'm I'll feeling two second. today. Yeah. That's a game changer because yeah. I'm like, I got so much more meat after that. So they, it's a great hack. Because what they do great is they hack. do a little less meat. Right. When you, yep. yep. Right. So yeah. now every time I go to Chipotle, yeah, I think I'm going to do steak. And then they'll pile it on. I'm like, you know what? Get Let me steak. add a double steak. They right showed there. their hand. So, they showed their single scoop size yeah, already. That's better, right. I want to see a duplicate of that first amount. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what. Yep. That's right. Yeah, so great hack. Great hack. Yeah, that's a so good one. I, like I like to hit the. I love Chipotle. Ah, me too. I like to hit the tortilla at the bottom of the bowl. So you can add a burrito tortilla at the bottom of the rice bowl, and they don't charge you more. So you can say, like, hey, I'm going to get a rice bowl, but can you put a tortilla at the bottom? And they'll, they'll build the rice bowl on top of the tortilla and then whatever you have left over you just roll it up and, and that's your leftover burrito for later yeah i'm so glad you clarified because you kept saying tortilla and i'm like what in the world you know, are we the tortilla that's like when you're at home the tortilla. and you make tacos at home put a put a tortilla on your plate because all the stuff that drips out that's just another taco yeah, that's that's three right. or four of them. yeah yeah absolutely no absolutely. i i went to the the chipotle over by it's at court of them all yep i went in there probably a Two weeks ago, it's probably been two weeks now. The line was so long; they were really short staffed or something. It was. It started getting Ooh, annoying. Bad. It yeah. started. It was, and the restaurant was filthy. Mm. And I think it was filthy because they were short staffed. Like, of course, yeah. The tables hadn't been wiped down in a a while, like all day. It looked like it was just. It was dirty, and like even when you got to the thing. Because there was so many people in short staff, they I had a story they about had this. wiped down and it just it just looked bad. It was yeah. really. It was not the normal presentation they give. It yeah. was really nasty. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been, I've been. Situ- I did uh, Mo's like that one time. I came in and there was the same way line. It was Mo's Monday. Five. It was a five dollar burrito, or whatever. So I came in and same. We were trying to find somewhere to sit. Everywhere was dirty. And so I was in line. I'm looking. Same. Like, everything's filthy. Like you know. Yeah. And so I got to the line and I was joking with the guy. I said, "Hey, I'll I'll wipe all these tables down if my food is free." He said done <laughs> I, was like, I was just kidding uh he was like 
If it's you, short, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. said, I'll make you whatever you want right now if you're a white person. All right. And I, I sure did, too. I walked on him. I ain't doing that. So here's an important question. You told me three minutes. I had a free lunch. <laughs> Moe's? Chipotle. Chipotle. See, Man. I'm a Chipotle fan. Like, yeah. I, uh, to me, uh, to me, they're not, they're not even one this, or the other. It's, yeah, yeah. I think and oranges. I think there's different. Even though they both have bowls and burritos and stuff, what I order at Moe's is completely different than what I would get at Chipotle. Really? Like, I go to Moe's and I'm like doing nachos stuff like that. Where Chipotle, like, I'm, I have pretty consistent at Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a different flavor profile. Moses. Yeah, it's very. I good. mean, Chipotle is so much fresher. Yep. That's why I choose it's them every so time. fresh. So um, whereas Moe's is, to me, Moe's generally has more flavor. Chipotle is a little less flavorful. Like, it's not as powerful flavor, but it's just a fresher flavor. Yeah. Whereas Moe's, you got like the Chipotle Ranch and you got all this, like. Yeah, those are sauces. Yeah, but it still creates flavors. What I'm getting, like, yeah. the, out of the smorgasbord, you can generate more flavor at Moe's, but it's not as fresh. I, yeah. And I'm not a huge like, I'm not the guy that needs to sauce everything to get yeah, the me flavor. Yeah, that's I'd rather all I just, do is limes. Yeah, and that, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So now, with that said, I, ugh, I, I, I would probably go, I would probably go Chipotle over Moe's, unless I'm on a budget because Chipotle's been losing their mind lately. <laughs> Bro, me and Ashley went in there the other day. We shared a rice bowl and got a guacamole on the side, and it was like $24. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not kidding. Nah, yeah, the entree is only like $13.99 plus the guac. Yeah, the guac but if you got like $7.99, and, and then you got, and then you got drinks. And then chips. Uh, the only reason kidding, why, man. if I ever want to choose Moe's over Chipotle, is if I feel like getting chips to dip. Whatever. Yeah. And so because at Moe's, I mean, bro, they load you up with chips. You can go back and get more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But at Moe's, you got to pay extra I mean, for Chipotle, that. Yeah, Chipotle, Chipotle. you got to pay extra for yeah. the small bag it's, and then even the large bag. And sometimes yeah. you get stale chips sometimes. I, sure like, I was. That's why, that's why I think they're just different. Yeah. But I, I just love the steak bowl, steak rice yeah. bowl. Yeah, absolutely. They got that new flavor. See, that's um, why, that, Sorry, go ahead. Yep. The El Pastor chicken. El Pastor chicken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. El Pastor chicken. Well, that's fantastic. The, and so that's the problem. Which Never I thought mind. El Pastor was pork. It is. I think it's the way you make it. it. It's the, with pineapple. Mm. I want to say. Sweeter, the it's sweeter. like a sweeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's why I've always said, though. <clears throat> See, I was just talking. I was talking to someone about this last week. I said, <clears throat> the thing about restaurants. Well, oh, boy. So we were talking about, we were talking about the, there's a new Japanese restaurant over on Nama by Target. And we are 38 minutes into this podcast. Uh, we, I, we, were talking, <laughs> we, were, we were over at the, I, I went to the new Japanese restaurant over by Target, which was great. It was a great experience. Food was decent, whatever. Uh, it was a little more money than I wanted to spend, but it is what it is. And so I was talking about sushi restaurants to someone that goes to the church, uh, Heather, me and Heather uh, Harville were talking about sushi restaurants. And she was talking about, I, you know, I, don't, I haven't been to Wacko yet. I don't know if I'm going to go for whatever. We were talking about that. And I was telling her, I said, what I believe to be true about restaurants is the re you have to be known for something to be a good restaurant, to be a successful restaurant. Right. You have to be known for something because I don't believe the general public goes to a restaurant because they love that restaurant. I think they go to that restaurant because they want whatever item it is that they've fallen in love with at that restaurant that they can't get anywhere else. So like, for example, you said like, I'll go to Chipotle cause I know I want that steak bowl, right? It's like, you don't want Chipotle. You want the steak bowl. 
Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I think it's like that with like almost every, it's like if I, if I want to go to that restaurant, like I don't usually want to go, I don't just generally want to go to Jason's Deli. I want a salad bar. I'm going to Jason's Deli. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want, like, it's not that I just want Skies. I want New York style pizza. So I'm going to Scott. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, I see that. Uh, so like with Moe's, it's like, if I want those flavor profiles, I'm going to Moe's. If I want, you know what I mean? Like certain things. So it's like, you got to know what it is right. you're going there to get. So like, That's if I want a great playlist with my sushi, Wacko all day, yeah, every, wacko oh my, all the time. Oh Absolutely. God, so, <laughs> did you, did you see, yeah, did you see what I said on Vince's? Spin? Yeah, it's uh, like <laughs> it, it's like uh, a skating rink DJ. <laughs> Vince said, bro, Wacko's vibe. He posted on Facebook. They were at, they were at Wacko. I think Friday or Saturday. He said Wacko's vibing right now. Yeah. They always have a ludicrous place. Is it yeah, Wacko? Crazy. Wacko. Wacko. So That's I what they said. Waco. They said Wacko. Well, they did a birthday when I was there. Okay. Not too long ago, and they said happy birthday from Wacko. That's okay. Oh, that sounds official. So, but they, bro, their playlist is outlandish. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the like, last time I, well, the, we all, yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, I was like, yeah, wow. Dre running, they got like old school. I said, it sounds like a skating rink DJ that takes ibuprofen put before bed, <laughs> put together that playlist. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was good. Food there is pretty yeah. good. Well, all that to say, I'm glad everyone showed up today. All that. How about name tags? Yeah. Name tags. Uh, yeah. Pretty good uh, Sunday. It was a good Sunday. It was a good Sunday. It was a good Sunday. A little rainy in the morning and all that good stuff. It was a good Sunday. We we talked about uh, name tags. Oh, me and Brad got to um, be in the presence of a billionaire on Friday night. <sighs> we didn't get to meet him. We didn't. They got him off the stage. Into that green room, quick. So. There was only two rows. We were in the uh, third row. We're in the third we were, row. We were the, all the there, staff. There's only two rows in front of us. So right. We were right there. We had, all, yeah, all, we, we had like we were staff and VIP. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. NBD. Yeah. Um, VIP NBD. But uh, yeah, a billionaire. Um, that was cool. David Green. David Green, CEO of Hobby Lobby. Yeah. He told the whole story. How they started in his garage, glue making. Picture frame for seven centipedes or something. I had heard that story before at the GLS thing that you weren't. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know he was. A, when so you I, said you told that, to the, you were right because you said that to the first person. Like I've heard David Green speak before, and I was like, hey, "Where'd you hear that?" Yeah, heard I know, I, and I said, "I said I've heard David Green when we." I looked at you and I said, yeah. "We went to." I was like, "We were at a thing, and David Green was there speaking." And you looked at me like. Brother, what are you talking? I've I never thought heard you. I name. thought it was like lying or pastoral <laughs> exaggeration. Or something. <laughs> I, then I said it again, and you were like, "I've never heard him speak before." And I was like, "Yeah, bro, we were at the event where he spoke." And you were like, and then it hit me. I was like, "Oh no, you weren't there." <laughs> that was at the GLS event in Phoenix, and the dude before David Green that spoke was bored us out of our minds just and said I'm not I'm staying for any more of this and he got up and walked <laughs> he started walking around this humongous church campus I left and so yeah, yeah when David Green got up there Justin wasn't sitting there anymore I drove around I was like oh yeah no you didn't yeah. you didn't hear him I heard they him. didn't send a brother a text or nothing to <laughs> yeah. say new guy yeah well no, listen I got no shame if you're boring I'm out I will yeah. get up and leave the room. I got up. I just went and got snacks and came back and stood against the wall in the back. I, so it was cool to hear the story. I mean, so the Green family, we were at Church of the Highlands for their legacy team dinner. Yep. And the Green family 
just gave Highlands College twenty million dollars to build their new um, student housing, the dorms. Twenty million, one gift to donate to not make twenty million. Yeah. Donates when he anyways. So he was talking about. I mean, how old? I mean, he's in his seventies, but he's still he's still might be a little older. In the he's still in the day to day of of Hobby Lobby, and now his son, his oldest son's real involved. But the um the Bible, the history of the Bible, the the Bible Museum, whatever they call it in DC, DC, they funded that whole thing. Um, He's eighty one years old. They they give they've given over half a billion dollars away. I mean, he was telling us. It was just encouraging to hear Christian. They're not just like, like remember when they were suing the government for the um, the insurance, the insurance thing? thing yeah. um, he was talking about that, but they give half of the profit, half the profit that the business makes, they give away. Wow. They it goes into the family foundation to be donated. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like it, it, he it's was, crazy. he said even as their family he was telling us the all the family that's involved. He's like, we don't have people on the payroll. Just he's like, just because you're in the family doesn't mean you're making money. Yeah. Like he said, everyone who earns a cent that's in the family, you have to earn that cent. You have a job to do. And but he was saying because we want as much to go away, we want to give as much away as possible. Wow. That's awesome. And um, it was just really encouraging to hear people that wealthy. I mean, he's worth fourteen billion dollars, almost fifteen, fourteen point oh, yeah. nine. To hear people billion that wealthy, dollars. I mean, he got emotional yeah. at one point. But I mean, he was just talking about um, how he always felt inadequate because. Everyone in his family is a pastor. His dad, he was a pastor's kid, and all his brothers are pastors. Yeah. And he went into business, but now he found his purpose where he can give back. It was just really cool to see. Right. And um, yeah. But the whole idea was teaching these, even like why churches are there. When you cast in vision, the reason they gave twenty million, and the reason they're about to give another twenty million to Highlands College, it's because the vision was there. Right. When when Pastor Chris Hodges showed the vision, he said, you can't even see it. He's just explaining what they want. When they gave the money, what did Hodges use the term like shovel ready? Shovel ready. They gave yeah. the money. They already had the plan. And the thing went up so days. fast. They were so impressed by how fast they put the $20 million to use. They said, what else do you need? They said, we need another building just like it. Like, we'll give another 20. Yeah. It's like, God. Someone, someone said, I don't know if it's true. Someone said they broke ground in three days. When he gave them the $20 million, as soon as the check they cleared, were ready. Whatever, wow. they, they broke had down the, in three days. So he's talking about how important it is to have the vision ready because the, the right person will come along. It was just encouraging to see, to hear him. Especially Someone that you. level, that level of wealth. I mean, hundreds of thousands or 20s. I don't remember how many employees they said they had over their thousand. They're about to open their thousandth store. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, and so just yeah. tens of thousands of employees and, and all that. It was just kind of cool to see, yeah. you know. So, anyways, so we went to that Friday night, so that was kind of cool. And then uh, I don't know why I was telling that story, other than that's what we got to do. Got to if you that. saw pictures of us in Birmingham, that's why we were there. Yeah. Um, and it was cool. And then, um, you know, making we're making friends with some of the Highland staff. It's always they're such a good resource, great resource, and just great people. <clears throat> it's always encouraging, you know. That, I mean, they're you know Highlands hundred and something million dollar year budget. You know, 17 campuses, I think, is what they're at now. And oh, 24. 24 campuses. You're right. 24 yeah. campuses. Um, and just. They have half a billion dollars in assets and they're debt free. Half a billion. In, yeah. Which That's is crazy. crazy. You know, yeah. they got. They, they operate the entire church 
off 63% oh. of their income. Yeah. Wow. Everything, including all the extra stuff and, and all this. Zone. I mean, it's yeah, just, it's, it's so, no, they, so they're very generous because they can yeah, be yeah, too. So that's, so yeah, so they built like the dream center. I mean, they, you know, they, they put some statistics out there that were just absolutely crazy. I mean, they, they've, they've given away so much at their dream center for health stuff that they've saved the general public over almost four million dollars in prescription costs. prescription costs. No way. They've just given it away. Yeah, wow. like it's so really cool. It's yeah. pretty pretty wild. Um, but they had <clears throat> um just crazy. But the, all that to say is, you know, despite all those things, every everyone on staff there, particularly, you know, we got to hang out with Harrison a lot. It's just so humble, man. Like yeah. just you know to be at that level and still just, I mean, I think we hung out with Harrison for probably an hour and a half total. Yeah. Friday night, which yeah. Harrison's a big, you know, he's a relatively, he's a big fish, you know, and it's just like, wow, that's just super, like, you know, it's real cool. Then Harrison so. is Pastor Lee Domain's son. Okay. But he leads, um, he's, now that Pastor Lee leads Grow, Harrison's involved a lot with the Grow, the grow side, specifically the Legacy and Kingdom Builders, but yeah, um, cool. it's like his job that night was to just host the guest churches. It was only 25 cool. churches, but it was, it was, it was cool. I mean, it was, you know, it's an eight hour round trip for a two and a half, three hour event, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, I think it's kind of going to be worth it with some of that. Yeah. Well, you learn, you learn a lot. So anyways, and then we come back for uh, came back and Sunday. I preached on Sunday. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> I told Rick earlier, I was like, but I was struggling coming into the sermon on Sunday. It was just like, it's you, sometimes just when you're preparing a sermon, it's like, you don't feel like it's all fitting together. Right. Like you just don't. And then, you know, lo and behold, it's like, all right, Holy spirit, have your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, I'm a bit like, I literally Saturday was contemplating. I was so unsure of the message. I was contemplating preaching my message for two weeks from, t from yesterday, from Sunday. Like I was contemplating dumping the whole thing and just preach it. And I, just praying about it. And I felt God was like, nope, just preach this. And I was like, ah, you know, like, right. You've been there. You know yeah. I mean? I know yeah, you, yeah. I know you've been there. Uh, and so it's just like, but it, it you know, it worked out, man. What's faithful. Well, what was the gist of it? You know, the general gist was, uh, the, the name tag series has had this narrative of, stop wearing your past so you can see your future clearly that's the you know um trying to get people to this place of like that is just somebody that i used to know i mean even me john and i picked out the the song we picked out for the series is like now now you're just somebody that i used to know that whole song i don't remember who sings it but so i mean we literally like that's the whole narrative of letting go of that person so you can become the person that god is calling you to be and that was <clears throat> this past sunday was kind of the final stamp on looking backwards, which is why at the end we had to people write stuff down on name tags and tear it up and put on the altar. Like yep. this past Sunday was the last Sunday, last Sunday of looking backwards. Um, the next two Sundays are a little more like look forward. And the general gist was you go through different seasons in your life. And as you go through different seasons in your life, you, if you're not careful, you'll get hung up in a certain season because of what's happened and never get out of that season. And because of that, you stay this person, you keep wearing that label, right? right? And so you have the dream season, which is in the beginning, and that's where things are great. We use the story of Joseph of Genesis 37. You got this dream season where things are great and God's making promises and you're just like, everything feels fantastic. And then you come out of that 
and you feel like you're going into a fulfillment season, but you don't, you go into a doubt season, you know, <laughs> and then doubt season, you're like, this isn't quite what I had planned. Um, and then when you come out of that, you think you're going to go like, all right, I went through the doubt season. I went through the low part of life. Like, all right, I'm ready to go to the next thing. And, and you don't go higher. You even go one step lower. You go into right. a development season. Um, and the whole, the, the gist of Sunday was trying to help people understand, like in the development season, if you don't, if you don't learn to, the reason you're in the development season is to learn to let go. Yep. Because you got bitterness from the doubt season. You got hurts from the doubt season. And as you get to the development season, you got to let go. Um, and, and if you don't, then you'll just stay there. And Joseph would have stayed in that prison if God didn't help move him through that healing process. Right. Two years of finally getting in the place of letting go. And, um, and then you move into what I call the decree season where God everything he decreed over you, it's going to come to fruition and fulfillment and not in like a prosperity gospel type of way, but in like a, you know, being faithful I decree to decree and declare, right. Uh, <laughs> but more into a being faithful to the Lord, being faithful to the gospel, being faithful to the call in your life. And, you know, he can lead you into that place. And so, uh, and we wrapped it up by telling the story of Elisha oh, with Elijah. So good. <laughs> so yeah. Telling the story with Elisha and Elijah and Elisha, when Elijah called Elisha, you know, what the thing that Elisha did, he, he said goodbye to his father and mother and then he killed his oxen, burned his plow and left. And, and the whole time we were talking about how our, our, the main thing that we look for in our lives is a particular title, particular possessions and a particular future. That's what our whole life is built around. I want this title. I want these possessions and I want this future. And we just kind of stay in this cycle. And a lot of our pain has come from one of those things being damaged. And when Elisha killed the ox and burned the plow and left, you know, he said, I'm no longer going to be a farmer. That's not, that's not who, that's not my title anymore. I no longer have the oxen and the plow because he burned it and killed him. So, and then my future is no longer connected to this land. It's, yeah. it's now to be, to follow Elijah. And in the moments where Elijah was like, stay here, you know, you don't have to follow him anymore. You know, and, and some of it's kind of reading into the text a little more than what we get. You know, Elijah's like, Shirley's like, hey, man, just, you know, go home. You know, yeah. Elijah's like, go home to what? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is it. Right, brother, I this killed the, I I killed the oxen. I, I burned yeah. the plow. You know, like, I don't, there's nothing to go home to. I I left that, that the future changed when I said yeah. yes. Um, I don't have the possessions. I don't have the title. No one in the community knows me anymore. I've left. You know, I told my parents, it's not me. You know, it's like, so, and for us, getting to the place where we can, where we can, burn the oxen or burn, burn the plow and kill the oxen of our lives, which is what's behind us so that there's nothing to go back to. We got to right. let it go. We got to put it down once and for all. So, um, that was the, and, and so, yeah, that was what we did on Sunday. That was good. That was good. So I think, uh, you know, those activities, like the, the early 2000 youth group. Yeah. <laughs> I told Rick, I was like, I was going to bring a cross in. We're going to nail them Start all the cross. Yeah, well, <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, people responded, responded well to that. I think Yeah, I mean, it was good. Obviously, like we always say, go back and uh, go back to listen to listen it. or watch yeah. uh, on YouTube or listen to the podcast to get the full effect uh, of the whole message. But um, yeah, yep. you know, I'm I'm so thankful sometimes because like when those messages like that like I you know I'm obviously I listen to them, um, I don't struggle with that some of that as much and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm when I watch other people or like when people are leaving they were like stopping you in the lobby like oh that really spoke to me yeah you know it's like man I 
I you could see you could see that. Yeah. I've never dealt with that kind of thing very very much, you right. know. So, um and I'm like I'm thankful for it, you know, cuz I yeah. And I don't know if it's a personality thing or I was actually almost made myself laugh during the message because I was thinking about it. I was like, do I, why don't I struggle? Like, either I need more therapy than most people <laughs> <laughs> to really get to the issue. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, there's you know, too many walls up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. but I honestly don't think that, I don't think that's it. But I don't know if it's a, somewhat of a personality thing, you know, this yeah. idea of, um, yeah, I've just never thought the world. Yeah, owed me much, and I don't mean that to think that everybody thinks the world owes them something. But I, I don't. Once I'm done with a chapter, I do pretty well of moving on. Yeah, yeah. you know whether that's someone hurt me or whatever. Um, I, I don't. I don't live there personally, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm thankful for that because I do see how that affects people's lives. You know, we see it in, in ministry and, and all that. But um, yeah. Well, and I think that I think that. Uh, you know, it's, it's twofold, right? So part of the reasons why those messages aren't my favorite is because I really like to do my best to preach a message that hits every person in the audience. Right. And I think, I think we, you accomplish that. Everyone can pull something out of Sunday's message, right? Yeah, like yeah. if you're, you know, it's like, but it is, it is a message that's, that you're speaking, you're generally speaking to a group of people that are, that do struggle with that. And so thank God for the people that are like, ah, oh, that's not really me, but you know what I mean? It's a powerful and, you know, I'm grateful for whatever. Some some people are very past oriented. I t- I tend to think there are some that are sure. future oriented, and I've always right. kind of been more that like sure sure sure. Tomorrow will be better than today. Yeah, right. no matter it's, what happened right. today. Yeah, and I think that or or just people that have already kind of dealt with their stuff, so yeah. they're like ah, I'm kind of you know I'm kind of past that, so it's not right. really you know whatever. Um, and part of you know what I is just kind of when you hear from the Lord about some of that stuff is God saying like. You know, it's, this isn't going to hit everybody the same way. And I do, I always want my messages to hit every person right, the same right. way. You know, it's yeah. like, I want every person to walk out of the room feeling the same way. And you know, 10% of the, of the congregation is going to leave every Sunday, not feeling anything. Yeah. And you just yeah. have to get used to that. Um, but messages like what you do yesterday, what I did yesterday is probably closer to like 30% or walking out of the room, not feeling anything. But the seventy percent that does feel something feels it in a very heavy way, yeah. and you have to be okay with that exchange. Right. Today, everyone's not going to feel something, but the ones that do are going to feel it, and God's going to do something significantly more than maybe He's done in the past. And you just kind of got to be okay with that. And that took me a while in ministry, you know, being young in ministry, it took me a while just to be content with that and say, like, we're going to do this because it's the right thing, and yeah. you know, whatever. Next week, you know, Rick will. It could be pretty, no. so it'd be great. So, well, uh, even like yeah. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't participate in the exercise with the right, name, yeah. the name tag, yeah. and and I only because I honestly I was like I don't feel I have one, and if you forced me, the only name, the only thing I could think of was imposter. But to me, that's a that's a person personality, personality thing sure. with as like an enneagram three with that like we deal with the imposter syndrome a little bit or yeah, yeah, yeah. so not I don't. I don't every day feel like I'm an imposter. Um, well, yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't the, like a thing that's like, sure. it wasn't like I grew up, my dad called me that and that's right. what I still live with or whatever. Sure. Yeah. 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 When I think it's also just seasons, you know, I think, you know, right now certain true. people are at certain yeah. seasons, you know, I mean, you, I, I'm not going to say over the last, over the last six years that you've worked with me, there have been moments of your life that you, you were having revelatory you were in a season of revelation about yourself 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're not in one of those now. And right. if we had done that exercise then, you probably oh, would have had right, more right, things right. right. You know, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's of like, course. So I think it's like, it's also seasonal too. Yeah, it's, it's just like, a season that you're in. Because I don't, you know? I don't necessarily so, live in that place. You know, I got real vulnerable Sunday about something that I'm, you know, that God's kind of working me through um, a situation that you guys were very near <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, when <clears throat> that you know, the me talking to my counselor that I talked about on Sunday was the day after the conversation that kind of spawned all of that when yeah. I was like, what, what is going on? Like, I don't, I don't know what's happening and why I feel like I'm losing control. Right. And it was terrifying to me because I'm usually right where you are, right. which is like pretty placid, whatever will be, will be. And here I am kind of losing my bearings and I don't know what to do about this, you know, and having to talk through it with my counselor, Ben and saying, dude, I don't, I need you to help me here. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, and, and being able to move through that conversation and realizing like, Oh, like, you know, and having a counselor's so helpful in yeah. those types of situations. So, so it was super helpful to move yeah. through that because I'm usually right where you're at. So it's like, here we are in this season of my life with some of these peripheral things happening that are making me realize like, Oh, I've got this thing I haven't dealt with. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's something. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's right. Seasons highlighted. Yeah. 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 And, and, and lo and behold, like, is it, you know, God in his, in his providence, letting me go through that while I'm preaching through the series, right? Like, if, you know, like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. you're going to resonate with the church, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you fixing to, you fixing to have something to say uh, yeah. to them. So, yeah, I think that part of it is, you know, of, of course, as I'm leading all of our people through letting go of some of the things that's behind us, God would allow things to be revealed Similar. to myself yeah. of like, the areas I, that I have to do the same thing. I wouldn't have been able to preach it yesterday. In the same way. Be sure. Because yeah. without your personal example. That's what brought it. That's home. what yeah. connects yeah. it. Right. And so, I knew, yeah. Right. And I knew yeah. that was going to be the case. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. So I, I would have, I would have just been reading someone's notes yesterday. Right. Or, you well, know that what I mean? was, And part of that was why I was struggling on Saturday. I was like, I'm not telling the story. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, like I'm so like, part of it was like, I don't think I'm ready to, like, right. I'm not there yet. Like I haven't fully processed all of this like i'm not oh i was shocked the, when you started talking about it i was yeah. like because that was <laughs> we going there the okay, situation is not yeah. that old like you no. guys i yeah. mean what was that three weeks ago yeah if that uh, yeah so yeah, yeah, three yeah. Years. so like dude, we're not talking about a situation that's that old right with the moment of like volcanic kind of coming to the surface moment of me realizing some of these things are happening is not, you know, we haven't fully dealt with it yet. Right. So it's kind of like, it is very fresh. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I was, you know, going into Saturday, I was like, oh, I don't know if I even, I don't know if I want to do this. Like I'm not, you know, and we didn't, it wasn't, you know, Sunday we didn't go into it. Like we yeah, we had one detail, yeah, but we it, it was still a vulnerable moment for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think for me, for that day, probably the beauty in that moment was when you talked about, and you're very open about you having a counselor. Because when yeah. you said that, I looked around the room and I saw so many men either do one or two things. First, some, some men did this, like yeah. shocked that yeah. Pastor Brad 
our lead pastor, the yeah. guy that teaches us and, and casts vision, yeah. he he has a counselor, <laughs> right? right? And then some of <laughs> then I saw some guys kind of go, okay, you know, because yeah. you know, growing up, it it was never taught that right. men, we don't show our emotions. We don't talk about our emotions. Yeah. We just let it ride. We, we, we compress everything in, man we hold up. everything in, yeah. man up. Yeah. And so uh, that was a beautiful moment when our own uh, lead pastor can say, hey, I have a counselor. And just to watch that resonate with so many men, I thought it was a gut check of some men going, okay, I need to find one myself or, yeah. or even a confirmation of, okay, what I'm doing is right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, and, yeah. and, and I'm not weak in having a counselor because my oh, pastor yeah. has one too. So I just thought it was a beautiful moment. It's just yeah. in that. So. I agree with that. No, but. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. So yeah, yeah it was, it was, uh, it was a doozy. You know, it was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I felt like it, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, Pastor Dan's always told me, you know, and, and, um, you know, and I think I, we had this conversation last week. It's like, no, people it. don't, you know, <laughs> you know, people are inspired by your victories, but they connect to you and your pain. Right? right. It's like, and that's, you know, we can give them all the information in the world and the biblical verses, but at the end right. of the day, it's like, you know, every, yeah. I, you know, why, why is it that you deal with this anger problem? It's good. Cause everything in my life is fragile. Yeah. I feel like everything's on the brink of falling apart right. yeah. at all times. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so anyways, yeah. And I think it, I, I even thought about like some of the things that you and I have talked about over the years where there's been certain moments or certain people that have really just set me off where I've just been like, I'm going to like, I'm ready to burn this whole thing to the ground, not the church, but like, I'm ready to, like, <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what I mean? The type eight energy starts coming out real heavy. And when you look back at those moments, it's all connected to that thing that I hadn't discovered yet. Right. When, whenever those moments hit come, luckily, usually in those particular situations, they only lasted a day or two, right? Like this is here recently is the only time that it's been like a, a multi-month leading up to, you know, the last few weeks. So type of situation, but anyways, yeah. Um, interesting. No, that was good. No. <clears throat> so I think for sorry. me, the, the couple of things that resonated with me yesterday was, um, and I really love this. Was, God can still give you favor in places you don't want to be in. And so, and that, and for me, it wasn't just places, but I would also say seasons, seasons, because yeah. there's seasons that absolutely, because that is that development season. And, yeah. and, and I've always told people, you know, mountaintops inspire leaders, but it's the Valley that matures them. And, mm. and sometimes as believers, we forget that, you know, we always chase the mountaintop. We, oh my God, God is moving yeah. in our lives. God's doing this, but we dread the Valley. And so so for when, when you said that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is so true. So even for the people that may not be struggling with the name tag from their past, hey, if, if you're in that development season and, and you're here in this place and, and maybe you're in this season or maybe you're in an environment that you don't want to be in, God can still give you favor uh, in that season as long as you, you know, keep keeping your eyes on him and things like that. And so... I thought it was good, but also the other part that resonated with me was the the great ancient philosopher Tom <laughs> Hanks. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. this too shall pass. But it wasn't 
for me, yes, the you know the the bad moments. But man, when you even talked about the good moments, mm -hmm. we never think about that. You know, as mm -hmm. as people, we never think, oh my gosh, this is a good thing because again, we're chasing the mountaintop. But like even like you said, hey, listen, the great moments, this too shall pass. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it was just it was really good. So that was kind of my hope for for those that may not be struggling with the name tag, yep. that that would resonate because either I always said this and tell me if I'm right or wrong, but you're either you're either in a struggle or you're about to come into a struggle or else you're actually leaving out of a struggle one of sure. the two we're either sure. we're on this journey so hey listen yeah. no matter where you are this too is going to pass but hey listen you can you you can find favor in any space in any area sure. even if you're in a season that you don't like yeah and so it's just it was 100%. just really really good so it's good yeah. well go check it out yeah go check, out check it out yeah so where do we check it out at <clears throat> listen Great. I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Thank you. You can find it online, transformationchurch.com on, or on uh, Transformation Church. What, what, what is it? What's our social? Transformation Pensacola on the socials. I totally blanked out, um, including YouTube. You can find yeah, it on YouTube. YouTube. Go to YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, if I were you, I would. Please. All the we cool need at least one more right now. Yeah. And now, is that what you posted earlier? All okay, the, yeah, we got it. Yeah, all yeah. the cool six, kids are doing sixty-seven now. Yeah, we're so. at sixty. Yeah, we're at six sixty-six for a while. And John said we need another subscriber immediately. <laughs> yeah, all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now we're on Transformation Pensacola on Instagram, Facebook, Social Cloud, TikTok, and stuff. Yeah, um, YouTube, and then uh, or it's on the website transformationchurch.com. If you're a podcaster, it's there as well on yep. wherever you get your podcast. Yes, sir. Like, subscribe, share, follow all the things. All we the good stuff. It. We love it. Do we it. appreciate it. Well. It's been real. It's been, been real. Fun. It's been fun. It's been right, real guys. fun. It's been real fun. Yep. John, thank you. John, you did a whole lot of work. Say, you didn't say much. He didn't say nothing to that. No, I mean, you, you guys were really into it, so I was like, yeah, I'll just let you guys talk. I know yeah. you had some input on that chip conversation, but it's yeah. all good. Yeah. Funnions. Fun. Okay. See thank you guys for yeah, tuning we'll in this <laughs> video. <laughs> thank uh, you guys. No, real talk. Rick, as always, John, Justin, yeah. yep. appreciate you guys. We'll catch you all next week for another week. Another message recap podcast. Rick, preach next Sunday. Oh, God. oh, see ya.